Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. David, do you know where Mandalay is? Um, the road to Mandalay. Yeah. No, uh, India. I had to Google it, so I'm not. I don't. I'm not. But I am putting you on the spot. But I'm not kind of like expecting Sound, you to know. Sounds Indian. What? Well, it's in Myanmar. It's the oh, second okay. biggest city in Myanmar that used to be known as Burma. Right. Formerly known as Burma. Formerly known I've as been Burma. To Burma. Have you? Yeah. Why? Um, I think my dad had his boat moored there once. And second time, maybe when I was on a trip, mountain bike trip to Thailand when I was a teenager, we edged into Burma at one point. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Very hot. I imagine it's really stinking hot. Like it's it's tropical, properly equatorial, tropical, hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The only there is a reason why I'm asking you this. There's a song. No, look at that bell. Oh wow! So we're sitting on a we're sitting on a little bench just next to the team car park in Wrexham. Um, and we're watching behind the bell we're watching Global Six Cycling and all the teams pull up Trinity Racing there they are we'll go and find Pete in a second Um, uh, it's about an hour and a bit to go to the start of stage two in Wrexham and and in front of us is this enormous bell that is standing on a brick built plinth with a little um, plaque on the side to explain its provenance it comes from Mandalay and it's extremely historic and um, it, the, in Mandalay, which itself is fascinating, it was built, Mandalay, um, founded and, and built in 1857. That's when it started to be built by the last king of Burma, the ruling dynasty, the royal family of Burma, who then ceded control of what was then Burma to the British <laughs> at gunpoint <Yeah. laughs> in, in 1885. Huh. And uh, the uh, one of the... Uh, uh, regiments I, I never know what a battalion and a regiment and all that sort of thing is in, in army but one of the regiments I think that went into Mandalay to occupy it on behalf of the British Empire and seize control of Burma were the first Welsh Fusiliers and that plaque says <laughs> I'm just going to go over and read it verbatim it's quite funny it says this is one of three bells from the incomparable pagoda in Mandalay which was sent home by the 1st uh, Battalion, the Royal Welsh Fusiliers in 1885. So there's this amazing pagoda that was built by the ruling, the ruling dynasty, one of the, the, the greatest Buddhist pagodas in the world. And that bell was one of three, and um, it says they, they, they sent it home. Oh, wow. So probably like a prayer bell or something. Yeah, yeah. they nicked it, and wow. they sent it to Wrexham. That's wild to think where that bell's been. It's got a beautiful ornate hanging hook, hasn't it, with what looks like dragon-like creatures and all sorts of inscription on the, yeah. on the outside but I think I think personally that should probably should go, go back, back to Myanmar yeah, yeah I think that's probably a good idea I think send, yeah. let's send it actually home rather the fact than that we've even got art, empirical articles in Wrexham says a lot about the nation as a whole doesn't it scattered everywhere does a bit does yeah. a bit uh, let's have the theme tune Uh, 
Uh, Olaf Koy won the first stage, David. That was always going to happen, wasn't it? Well, I didn't know anything about Olaf Koy. Come on. Well, I, no, I was just being honest. There's <laughs> <laughs> so, a learning curve for yesterday, so, then. So when we got into, uh, when I was doing my research in the 30 minutes before the race started, yeah. you told me Olaf Koy was probably going to win. And I was like, who's Olaf Koy? Who's Olaf Koy? How do you say Koy? I, I, I remember, I remember. Years ago, when we were commentating on the Vuelta, Matteo Trentin winning a stage. <laughs> and I remember we, call, we commentated, we called at home, we saw Trentin win the stage. Yeah. And I remember sort of like just putting my headphones down and going out and coming, or going out for a pee or something, coming back in. And I saw you Googling Matteo Trentin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But you know loads about Matteo Trentin now. I do, I love Matteo Trentin. This is, the beginning of your, this is the beginning of your Olaf Koy journey in life. I know, I know a lot about him now. He's actually, it's what, 184 centimetres, 72 kilos. So he's a perfect, he's not a huge sprinter. He's, just a, he's generic. Yeah, he's a generic sprinter, but my God, is he fast. Yeah. And he just kind of took that in his stride. I mean, the pressure on him, if you think about it, first time he's coming really to a race in a semi-Yumbo Visma 18 with yeah. leadership and being delivered by Wout van Aert and nails it because that was not an easy finish to nail. Yeah. It was hectic as hell. And granted, Yumbo Visma did it perfectly, but he still managed to just do everything just right and Sam Bennett poor Sam Bennett was already at his absolute terminal sprint when Wout was leading out I think he did good ride Sam Bennett I think he'll get stronger well I was I was saying this in my post-race analysis that you know the f- just parroting your post-race analysis oh, yeah. back okay yeah. um, the hardest bit for a sprinter if you're not even in the position then you've got nowhere to go like Gaviria was nowhere to be seen two minutes 30 down yeah <laughs> and so the fact that he's in there in prime position in what was an absolute death-defying technical physically demanding final two or three kilometers that's like step one you know and so there's a chance over the next five days because of five days in theory of sprints that sam bennett can be there again and get his chance yeah um it, it, what a bizarre tour of britain this is going. i remember commentating on the tour of taihu lake in 2015 it was nine stages long every single one was a sprint and eight of the nine were won by jakob Morechko. and this tour of britain has got these kind of vibes about it could be koi 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 Koi, and maybe Koi and Koi, but then it'd be Van Aert, Van Aert, probably. But you have to question because Ineos Grenadiers and Jumbo Visma, because the breakaway went usual suspects, Sam Piran and some of the smaller oh, teams. Oh, yeah, by the way, you've got, you've got to get that right. Sam Piran. Sam Piran. Sam Piran. Is it Cornish? Oh, it's not, there's nothing, you're giving yeah. it a flamboyant continental thing that doesn't. No, it's Sam Piran. Sam Piran. I'll stick with it. Double down. I'll just go double down. Sam Piran. So Sam Piran had two riders <laughs> in there. And, uh, but yeah, so usual suspects. Five riders. What I found quite funny after the interviews at the end, two or three riders said that was a strong breakaway. But it wasn't really. It's this Tour of Britain, generic. Tour, generic break. But I think that basically every breakaway is strong these days. Yeah, that's true. I that think is true. The, the, the level of the peloton as a whole, even if you're at what is a, a lower calibre race, let's be honest, the Tour of Britain, the, the peloton is, it's got some of the best riders in the world, but the majority are uh, from pro Conti teams, pro, to, right, pro teams and even national team. But at the same time, everybody's strong. And so you get five riders up the road on a 160k stage. They still had to go hard. And Jumbo Visma and his Grenadiers didn't give them any gifts. Yeah. And they still went deep to bring it back. Do you know what? We should, probably shouldn't talk too much about stage one because by the time people are listening to True. this, stage two will have happened. Yeah, so it's that. kind of super dated. The only other sort of like thing mm. that's worthy of note. My point with that, that was, Ineos Grenadiers and Jumbo Visma worked together immediately yesterday. Why the hell would Ineos Grenadiers work today when Jumbo Visma is so dominant? Uh, they, I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will either, Ned. They shouldn't. Well, well they or no. will. By the end of this pod, you'll know. Which, yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing that was really noteworthy yesterday was the quality of our lunch. Mmm. So we're sitting in comms and... Uh, Just got plonked in front yeah, of us, didn't it? And uh, it's Ella, is it? It's Ella, yeah. Ella, um, the runner, 
just plonked at my feet our two lunches because we're doing start to finish commentary uh, even through the breaks etc so we didn't get out to do lunch we did get a mini break but it got put on my feet and it looked like two dogs dinners very close to a dog's dinner wasn't it it was just a kind of mashed potato piled in gravy super cream too creamy as well five small meatballs just dropped on top yeah it looked like leftovers but the meatballs were indescribably bad weren't they I I I didn't I was hungry I didn't care did you eat the whole lot oh yeah I ate, I ate one meatball, nearly spat it out. A, a couple of scoops of that creamy mash, and then I just kind of gently hid the rest of it. I, there was no bins anywhere near mm. our truck, so I just kind of like slid it under the truck and thought, that's mm. someone else's problem there. Yeah, that reminds me, I've got to find my running gear. I hung it outside the truck yesterday and forgot to pick it up, and now it's disappeared. Oh, I found my earbuds, by the way. Air, what do you call them? Airbod, bud, AirPods. 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 I found them. Yeah, yeah, AirPods. We keep losing stuff at this. Uh, it's just got carnage written all over. And I've, oh, I've got this big issue with a car that I'm going to get fined for for parking in the NCP in Piccadilly. and oh, All sorts to do, deal with. But first of all, I think we should go and schlug because we've got this massive opportunity now. Schlug attack. Yeah. I mean, I, I will. You can come. Are you come. Come, let's come. I'm coming, please. I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming. Hello, Pete. Hi, Ned. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> How are you? What's just, going on? Just well, it's it, we do a loop, don't we? So yeah, you're here. Wrexham to Wrexham. There's three. There's three stages on the race that where it's a loop because it's perfect. Because of the financial difficulties of the race, I think because they like they sold a sage start and then they said actually you can have a finish as well. So, so we can see each other at least two or three times. Two more occasions. Yeah. Yeah. amazing. Definitely quite funny because you're sitting in the driver's seat of the Trinity car but you can't get out you can't open your door because it's just should we eavesdrop listen always a nice race and beautiful weather this week so hopefully keep it that way that was Luke Lamperty he's doing it he's actually doing an interview for ITV at the moment we were trying to get the the awning out on the camper yeah and I asked these to move so we could move the car but then they started the interview and then I moved forward <laughs> to exactly like beside Luke and I just stuck in the car hey, everyone's Luke. looking at me how you going yeah Ned how are you I'm very good thanks I'm very good did you guys did you guys get caught up in a crash at, uh, at I still can't get out of the car <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blocking him in here what happened just yesterday like, so much happened oh. yesterday it's just hectic all day, wasn't it? Like, there was always something, I don't know. You never went, like, a few Ks of just relaxing. It never relaxed, really. Just yeah. full on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was either park cars yeah. or... There was either something on the side or hey, the something f- in the row. I don't know. It was just always seemed like there's something. Hit yeah. a hole here. Yeah. Speed bumps there. Like, yeah. it was just kind of full on, but... The yeah. fans were amazing, yeah. though. Yeah, the crowds were really good. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Like, even well, out in the hills as well. Like, they were everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that oh, climb really that was... Was it the temp... The steep one. Yeah, steep the rake, one. The rake. Wow. Yeah. That one was That's good. Man. Ace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Excellent. Really good crowds. I heard, just heard on race radio in the last couple of K, I heard crash. Oh, that was Liam. Was cra- that was Liam, was Someone's it? foot yeah, went yeah. in his wheel and he ripped out every single spoke on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we were riding for Bob Donaldson yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. trying to give everyone sort of their opportunity on this race. But today, pressure's on old Lukey boy. Hey yeah. Luke, by the way, congratulations on the move to Quickstep. I kind of knew it was in the, you know, it was, it's official now, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, official, yeah, 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 yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. No, That's thank amazing. you very much. How, yeah. What have you got? A t- one two-year deal or? Ah, uh, two-year deal. Yeah. Fantastic. Two years, so. Yeah, looking forward to it. What kind of races do you think you'll, you'll be sent to? Like, you got any idea? Um, have you had that conversation? Yeah, I think I'll do a bit of the classics and then a bit of sprinting as well, and kind of, uh, kind of see. To be honest, I mean, stepping up to a different level of racing, so kind of see how it goes, and yeah. Don't have a for sure schedule yet, but uh, work on that over winter. That's amazing. I'm absolutely gutted. I was going to bring my hat. My Can we get out the hat. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to bring your hat to the I know. I was going to bring the hat to the Tour of Britain. Like, 
bring you a bit of luck, but I completely forgot. Close the door. Yeah. Hi, David. Hi, Matt. Have you met Pete? Hi, Pete. Yeah. How you doing? Trinity's reunited. Yeah. Yeah. I got cut off Fantastic. yesterday from. Oh, your... I know. I was, I was feeding you all the information, and then we got cut off, and I just felt like the moment passed, and I had yeah. stuff to do, and then last night, I just had one of those. Evening. Really quiet on the WhatsApp. I, I shut it down. I, I didn't even go to dinner. I just I had a sandwich. I did a Tesco sandwich. No, no, did that. I did that well. same yeah. thing. Yeah. Nine o'clock. I was in bed with a podcast on. Right. Switch switched off. I had quite a bit. Of work. shut down. Yeah, yeah. I had a bit of work this morning, so I was like, do you know when you just like write and yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> you can't. Jacob. Speak, you know. <laughs> Say hello. Hi, then, Jacob. Hello. That's it. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was a camera at first. I was a bit paranoid. But. Yeah. Don't look any like a camera. Um. Uh. Yeah. So good, yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened yesterday? Well, we've, we've, done, we've done a bit done of that. that. We've yeah. done that, but it was class. It was class day. What's going to happen today? It's it's so wow. short, isn't it? It's brilliant. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I know. I'm waxing lyrics. So, oh, did you? So I um, sent in the la a video of, uh, on YouTube from the last time it finished in Wrexham. What? Guess this is was, proper guess research. Who was in the top ten? Uh, I, I don't know. Me, Pete Kenyuk. Yeah. Viviani won, just Pip Cav on the line, and I've got like a top ten from leading them out. I see, I had no recollection at all, and I was like, bloody hell! <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a fighting for a top ten. He used to do it by accident. By accident in my national champs jersey, like thank you. Very good. Yeah. Very good. What's what's everyone saying in the bunch about the whole no bonus seconds sort of situation? Because it's quite interesting. It makes the makes the race a little bit different, doesn't it? Like, I mean, that was the reason Van Art. Did you see the finish yesterday? Like no. back on tech because Van Art led out Coy. And then, slotted, and then slot, slotted back in and finished second yeah, because yeah. GC. I don't know why they've done it. Because also for the TV, it's like there's less to, to watch and talk about, isn't there? Is there? Well, because if you have a boat, if, if there's a chance for, to get seconds, then, you know, maybe Ineos might want to keep it together or, you know. Yeah, but the danger is then that is, if Coy's dominant mm. and he's going to win four or five, he could take 40 seconds into the last couple of stages. Nah, then true, he's won, so. you know, you've got to keep the GC alive. Yeah. So, you know. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Good thinking, Ned. Well, that's the reason they've, they've done it, I think. Yeah, it does but make total sense now. It's kind of a head-scratcher, isn't it? Everyone's Because it's not really ever been done in recent history, like a no, stage no, race no. like this with lots of sprints and no, no bonus. No one understands countback. No, I just had a word with Carol, didn't understand it. Yeah, so there you go. So that's quite good. It's, so we'd spend most of the day just trying to figure out how it's going to work. <laughs> which is how, was, how was your day in comms? Long. Wasn't long. 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 Yeah. So you'd be happy for today then? Oh Two yeah, punching the yeah. moon. I yeah. mean, you can just see it got a skip in our step. Yeah, yeah. And I also been here at the start. We never get to be. I, I was just saying as we walked in here, I can't remember the last time I was at a bike race start. This is thrilling. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's going to be even more thrilling when we find Paddy Bevan. Yeah, I'm going to go oh, after yeah, Paddy oh, Bevan. Oh, you can do some proper right slogan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. honestly, since working for ITV and now the pod even more so, I was like. David Beckham driving around yesterday in that car. I reckon I counted 61 Pete's <laughs> shouts to the car. Um, but, like honestly, I couldn't. My head was blown up. I remember this from last it. year's yeah. race. Fo what? Photos. I'm like honestly at the Has finish. Up a level. I didn't oh, stop. Hey. I didn't stop. Hey. Oh, here he is, Max. Yeah, oh, it didn't stop. Even Max, on, yeah, on the on the way out in the camper. Yeah. Because there was so much traffic, I was getting out of the camper to take photos and getting back in it. Were you? Yeah. It's class. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good for the brand, isn't it? Brand yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Oh, you say well. We're talking about the brand. Oh, t-shirts. T-shirts are back online. Yeah. It's normally t-shirts. <laughs> hey, Max. So. Hey, how's it? Yeah, good. Good. Oh, you're hey, Max. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love Max. Oh, you're in. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. good.
Maxi Andre, our mentor, but from back in the day, Pete. Yeah, our hero, like. Our hero. Yeah. yeah. Our so life guru. On the right, like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain. Well, it's because Max did it, so I thought fucking cool I'll do it and it's oh, literally on the pod. Oh, explicit oh, content it's alright right. yeah. and they're literally standing there both of them with their watch on the right on and the right. similar jeans similar jeans yeah similar stance on the court yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I was telling um, our mechanic today about the baby do you remember when he just left uh, John Keegan on the side of the road yeah. like no eight... no it wasn't Keegan it was wasn't a it? new guy oh, who okay. came from uh, like mountain biking or something oh, right. and all day he was sitting in the car going like <gasps> And I'm like, what's up, man? And I'm a bit nervous. And he's like, <sighs> like that all the time. And then you had a puncture. Yeah. The guy got out of the car and just stood there, you know. And I just like, let's go. And just stood there, froze. So I said, I just put first gear and just went. <laughs> 18k to go. The car just, the, 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 the door just slammed behind me and I, and just went and then got back onto it and I sent somebody to pick him up. <laughs> How's it going, Max? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cheers, yeah. Pete. Yeah. Have a good cheers. day, Pete. Yeah, you too. See you later. Yeah. Oh, pretty good, yeah. I mean... When did you make the switch yesterday to sprint for Max to sprint rather than Fernando? No, Fernando we, we, not... we did it in the morning. Did you? Yeah, and today we're, we're going we're gonna to make that decision later on. Yeah. Because Fernando crashed at the Worlds and he's still yeah. Oh, yeah, got he his did, knee. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why his knee is bothering Actually, him. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's got a pretty inflamed... Uh, knee and so on so on so yesterday just didn't feel like it yeah so from the gun we went from uh for canter yeah yeah he looked good as well didn't he you know pretty good yeah and then today we're gonna do that so gonzalo's top 10 yeah because you know he's got an eye on gc and uh, he just wants to yeah wants to keep an eye you know for that and um today we're gonna do we're gonna make a decision in the race so see how fernando feels and but i want them to go and see the finish it's pretty tricky Super tricky finish. Well, well this one. This one. Is Technical. Whoa. You, you go. Is you go like in in this town here. It's Re- like it's called Wrexham. Wrexham. There you go. You go and say Wrexham. <laughs> <laughs> you go and say Wrexham. It's like super narrow. Super narrow. Super narrow. Is it? Yeah. Very narrow. So Cantor just went to see it. I don't know if Fernando go. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's our main sprinter. But I don't know. Who you're, you're going to have a look at it. To see what Max has to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Go well. Enjoy the weather, Max. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty really, unusual, isn't it? Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Good yeah. weather. Yeah, Lovely. Enjoying it. All right. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right. Go have a good race. Well, I've tracked down a rider who I've followed off and on <laughs> almost obsessively for years, Paddy, Paddy Bevin. Um... Paddy, you've you have had actually it's not just been this year, but it's kind of peaked this year, hasn't it? Yeah. But over the last few years, you've just had a string of bad luck, haven't you? And, and hurdles and obstacles to overcome. Can you kind of sum it all up? Well, I think everyone has a certain amount of ups and downs. I think this year's been particularly bad for me. I um I had to have a an ablation done on a cardiac arrhythmia, kind of middle of the year. Kind of developed it um, through the start of the season. Didn't really know what was going on and. 
kind of developed into a full-blown arrhythmia and had a um, uh, had to have an ablation done in June, so come back from that, and then. Is that the second time that you've had to deal with, or is it a different yeah, issue? Different, different issue, but it is actually second strike, so it was yeah. a bit scary. So we had to go pretty deep into looking at what was going on there, and yeah. then just to top the first six months of the year off, I had a bit of a whoopsie at uh, Poland, got tangled in one of those, and the big crash coming to the final, and was actually fine. But um, about five seconds after the crash had finished, someone's landed on my hand and actually broke a bone on the outside of my hand. So that's kind of been the story of my year. It's been yeah, pretty pretty average. Um, yeah. So yeah, kind of first race of the season in uh, September. So you barely ra- you barely raced. And I haven't. I you uh, haven't raced. no. I, yeah. I um. I had a couple of, under you stacked as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, I've had a couple of false starts and um and then yeah this this has been kind of ongoing but um yeah building so actually yeah. weirdly yesterday I mean clearly you're, it's going to be it's going to take a, a fair old while isn't it before you're back to your best or close to your best yeah so yesterday actually just getting through what was quite yeah. a hard stage in the end was was you know a little box tick to him quite a yeah it was literally gets to that point yeah. um like the racing the race, there's no easy days at all it's like a tough race to start back again because it's just hard but um I love racing here so it's been great to get here and be good to get um eight days in the leagues yeah um before all kind of like you've had this string of misfortune when you were at your absolute best I think the admirable thing about you Paddy and I've been trying to stress this to David Miller and banging on about it over and over again is I've seen you I think the first time you came to my attention might have been in an individual time trial in the in one of the desert races like Abu Dhabi or Dubai or something I I seem to remember you did a really good ride there and it's time trialing you can sprint as well and you can climb as you proved was it the tour of Turkey last year yeah you know so there's there's so many strings to your bow. Which of those, which of those areas is Paddy Bevan? Or is it, or is um, I think that's just what happens when you're not outrageously talented at one. You've just got to be really good at a number <laughs> of ones. So, um, yeah, look at, at just the way I, I've come through racing. I had a kind of a weird path into racing and didn't really have any traditional. Uh, race my my route into racing was really untraditional, so I've just kind what of. Do you, what do you mean? Like it wasn't. Like I did. I kind of. I started. I um, finished high school and was going to take a gap year. I'd done some racing in New Zealand, but I was meant to be going to uni. And I told my parents I was taking a gap year, and <laughs> here we are, fourteen <laughs> years later. Standing in a car park in Wrexham. <laughs> yeah, like had no real plan, no real. Like, I did. I did a racing as a junior, but I had no idea what was going on. I think yeah. it's just a element. Of that. And it's also been a real. Um, for me it was always about finding the getting the most out of myself as an athlete so outside of all the circus parts of cycling all the tactics all the crazy things it was always about being as physically physiologically good as i could so yeah. that kind of showed through with the time trialing and then to some degree the the um the the climbing yeah yeah so it's not it's not they're not really that different um and then the sprinting is kind of it gets kind of um i guess kind of uh it looks better than it is because it's often against a much smaller field of climbers. So my sprinting is probably, uh, yeah, it's kind of generous when you when you kind of sprinting against climbers. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you play yourself down there. But I think I think to be able to to be able to compete, you know, at a certain level at least against some. Who was it you when you, that, that that climb in the Tour of Turkey where you you actually claimed the overall essentially? Who were you riding against? Who was your big threat there? I was trying to remember. Well, Jay Vine, who went on to win two stages of the Wild. Jay Cups. bloody Vine. So yeah, I'd, I'd trade it. Yeah, Jolly. that's right. Yeah, it's bike. It's, it's bike racing. It yeah. was. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Turkey. It was. It was a tour of Turkey. Yeah. What would you have done at uni? Uh, at the t- at the time, physiotherapy. <laughs> um, going back now, not. <laughs> <laughs> and were your parents back then? Were they understanding of your career choices? Um, and other 
No, no, not at the time. Um, they've kind of gradually come around. We didn't come from a cycling family. We came from a, yeah. a rugby and running and, and those sort of sports. So yeah. um, it's yeah. been a tough sell. Um, yeah. Even now, they don't really understand what goes on. So yeah. we just kind of just go with it. But yeah, no, yeah. still uh, still here. Cool. And where do you base yourself these days, buddy? Where's, where's home? Uh, Andorra. You're been in Andorra, Andorra for, yeah. for, for yeah. a few years. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much since I turned pro. And um, we love it up there. My partner and I we went up there and got yeah. it's a great, great way to live. Glad to see you back racing, Taddy, and I'll, I'll be following with continued interest. Yeah, Cheers, right. mate. Take care. Thank you. Cheers. Christ, that dog. Terrifying. Anyway, I'm um, <coughs> done with the schluging. That's Jumbo Visma on the podium. Uh, they're, I think, the last team to sign on. And uh, in a very few minutes, the race is going to get underway. And I better plug in and concentrate on the day job, which is commentating on the Tour of Britain. No idea where David is. who's was Movie Movistar <coughs> indefinitely, really. I left him there chatting to Max and uh, hope he turns up on time. <laughs> Well, the race is over. Uh, Olaf Koy won again. There's a horrible crash from a rider from DSM whose identity is still unknown. And I completely forgot to press record at any point so that you could use a little snippet of my commentary. I do apologise for that. Before the end of the week, I might have figured out how to do that. But Olaf Koy, I'm just stepping out to the podium now, which is just the back of our truck. And uh, Olaf Koy is on the podium in front of a massive crowd wearing the white jersey of the best young rider. That's pretty special, really. Big, big crowd. Makes a big difference at a bike race. Good to see. So, Olaf Koy, who, uh, for some reason, Carl, who does the announcements uh, here at the podium, is pronouncing and referring to as Olaf Kudge, which has got me doubting now as to whether or not there's some really bizarre and arcane Dutch pronunciation that I don't know anything about, and that he's not Olaf Koy. He's actually... Carl's done his research in better, knowledge, in better depth than me, and that because he comes from a certain village, maybe in the north of Holland, where they pronounce things differently, he might actually be Olaf Kudge. But I, d I, I, I don't know, I doubt it somehow. Olaf Koy was just sticking to his line. Well, I think it was a, a legit move. He saw the gap trying to get through, but didn't anticipate the speed they were doing. It was just sweeping them across the road, and the, the door just closed on him. So there was nothing wrong from uh, Olaf Koy in that situation. It was just David. David's analysing on the on the st on the studio with uh, with Matt. I mean, you can see here. This is where he's just coming up. They sweep across, which he wasn't anticipating. Olaf Koy holds his line, leans in the DSM rider, but there was nowhere for him to go. Oh, such a nasty crash! His teammate comes across so lucky not to go down and not to take out Ben Turner. Not nice to see at all, but when you run out of road and the kerb is there, then there's nowhere to go really, and it was a heavy get down. We wish him all the best, because those kind of crashes are the ones that tend to mean the, the old clavicle uh, goes first, right? Well, I mean, that was a, the thing with that crash like that, there was, we didn't have time to put, to put any brakes on whatsoever. It was full speed and the wheels just disappeared from under him. So yeah, as you say, hopefully nothing serious. Pretty sketchy up to that point, though. There was quite a bit of uh, RG. Well, I'll let them crack on. I'm going to start packing up now, and um, eventually we'll get going. Got a bit of a drive. Matt Barbet is going to drive, so um, I'll do a bit of podding in the car. 
So we've done an unreasonable amount of extra work at the end of today's stage. Loads and loads and loads of voiceover work. David's f battling with the sat-nav. We switched hire car for long and tedious reasons that I, I won't go into now. Um, Matt Barbette is going to be driving. He's just getting in, closing the door behind him. Matt, David's still battling the sat-nav. I've got Matt Barbette's bicycle. I'm in the back seat. I've got Matt Barbette's bag towering over me at the side. Matt Barbette's ridiculously expensive-looking bicycle dismantled and the saddle is jabbing me in the back of the head um, it's about 75 degrees in this car and we've got a three-hour drive <sighs> great fun this well this is like never strays car but it's in it's in uh, what's this country called britain rather than france we're on the roads to where are we going um willoughby which is near hull uh, what did you say hull like, uh, that happened by mistake <laughs> Um, really? We're going near? Yeah, we're going from Wrexham to Hull? Yeah, we're going right across the country. That is a long way. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But yeah, it's a beautiful day. We're in Wrexham, yeah. home of Ryan Reynolds Football Club. And the other guy? Uh, Rob McElhenney. What's his, what's his name, Matt? McElhenney. That's the voice of Matt Barbet. Hi. Who are they, Matt? Because I actually don't, I'd never heard of either of them. You never heard of Ryan Reynolds? I just oh. said, I'd, I'd, honestly, I'm not. It's not a proud thing. I'm not a claim on my part. I just don't really watch. I don't, I've just never heard of them. So who are they? I have watched the show. So Ryan Reynolds is a bona fide Hollywood star, right? Plays Deadpool, done loads of Hollywood movies. Rob McElhenney, I don't think many people knew that much because he was a more like a minor TV star in the US. Uh, it was his idea to buy the football club, and on the show he says he only had TV money, but he needed Hollywood money. So he got in touch with Reynolds, who obviously does have Hollywood, genuine Hollywood star money, and convinced him to buy a very old, underperforming Welsh football club. Uh, and the rest is history. Okay. Back to cycling. I had a brief panic, David, just as I was doing the endless amount of voiceover work that I had to do, that that, that DSM rider who went down and that big crash might have been Paddy Bevan, but it wasn't. Thank heavens. I know, I saw the, the absolute kind of vacant concern on your face when yeah. you suddenly realise it could be Paddy Bevan yeah. and actually I have to admit uh, Rowan who is directing handed me results as we were getting in the car and the first thing I did was check to see if it was Paddy it was Bevan Paddy or not Bevan. and it wasn't it was Anderson wasn't it yeah Anderson one of their, one of their so youngsters. you can uh, rest at ease what was it like actually meeting him properly this morning huh? well it was quite strange I mean you'll have heard the interview the you know pre-race sort of thing that I did with Paddy today but it was I don't know whether Paddy I doubt he's listening to this, but I wonder whether, in his wider circle of acquaintances, he's got wind of the fact that for a solid two years, would yeah, you have said? I'd say that. I've yeah. been obsessing over him because I kind of, he kind of, I came out and introduced him Ned Paddy. We have met before because we have. We met in um, Milan Airport where I had a beer with him after the Giro with, well, not really with him, it was with Crosswinds Dan um, at the end of the Giro a couple of years ago and they were flying back to Andorra together. Um, so he kind of vaguely remembered me from that, but I also think he's, I just got the sense that he's been told that, that, of, that there's a podcast that kind of uh, obsesses over him, at least one third of the constituent parts of the podcast hosts. Yeah. That must be quite weird for him. I mean... It's quite weird for me, but I'm, also quite weird for him, you're right. Yeah, because it's, it's quite uncomfortable when there's a journalist or somebody from the media who you find out is a bit of a fan of you. Because it, it kind of changes, it breaks, it breaks the wall. Matt Barbet. <laughs> I've always been a massive fan of DM, and now I am ferrying him around the country. DM, you called him DM on the telly today. That was really funny. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it kind of breaks the wall, doesn't it? Yeah, 
it's, and you've broken the wall with Paddy Bevan. Never beat your heroes. Yeah. Broken the wall, yeah, there's something slightly, it's a, almost a taboo, isn't it? Yeah, completely, and I think, but I, I thought it was very courageous of you, because we were in the car park, and as you've heard on the podcast, talking to different people, and I just carried on talking to Max and Pete, and you're like, right, I'm off to speak to Paddy, find Paddy. Well, and when I, else was I ever going to get the chance? It's yeah. true, and uh, how did you find it, by the way? Did you go and just wait at the bus? I, because uh, <laughs> the bus, they were having their team briefing. Matt Winston would have been going through in infinite detail, wouldn't he, with his Churchill. information pad. Churchill, yeah. Winston, Churchill, Matt Winston, Churchill in the war room. He would have been like, he would have, there would have been iPads flying through oh, the air yeah. and PowerPoints. 3D presentations. Totally. In fact, the holograms. entire team, the entire team would have been wearing virtual reality goggles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, because DSM would have been there. Uh, basically scanning in a 3D holographic. They'd have, Wrexham would have been like replicated in all their in infinite detail, including hollow deck. Yeah. yeah. So that would have been going on in the bus, and like it was definitely behind closed doors. And but as always, the mechanics are never kind of party to that, are they? So they're always yeah. drifting around, sort of looking at, not really knowing what to do, checking Twitter on their phone. And there was a um, Flemish mechanic who I came up and said, "Have you guys got a press officer with you?" And he goes, "Ah, oh, no, not really. We have Matt Winston." And I went. Oh, can you get Matt? And he goes, oh, he's busy at the moment. I said, oh, yeah, but he knows me. He'll be all right for me. Yeah, can you tell him it's Ned? He's on. Oh, no, he's really busy at the moment. I said, yeah, but it's Ned. Tell him it's Ned. Like, he'll be fine. He's going, no, 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 he's doing the briefing. I said, okay, he's doing the briefing. So fair enough. So then eventually uh, Matt came out and it was one of those things where I said, can I talk to Paddy? And then Paddy uh, went off. I still had to hang around sort of like rather uselessly for 10 or 15 minutes until he came back from the sign-on and then he was ready to talk to me and his first well first words he said I think before I pressed record was do you know all the stuff that's happened to me? Oh really? Did yeah. You say that? Yeah. Oh, poor Paddy. He's really been and through the little. Middle. Did he know? Of course I do. Of course I do. I know I your know address, every mate. Thing about you, Paddy. <laughs> I've been following you very, very closely. <laughs> really nice guy. No, it was definitely meet your hero, and I and I, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. He's so quite really, small, isn't he? He's very small. Yeah. But a pocket rocket. I kind of have my head that he was bigger. Like Why a Jack Bowery sort of like. No, that's Jack Bauer who's no like one, Jack Bauer. No, Jack yeah. Bauer's like Jack Bauer, but I just kind of got the impression that Paddy Beverly's got quite a strong name. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of you straight like to be a sort of Celtic warrior. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I a chunky kind of Kiwi, yeah. kind of salt of the earth unit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not. No, he's not. He's, he's just. But he's really. But I, that's what one of the reasons why I like him so much. He just looks great on a bike. I think he looks really. He's the same size as you, like you and Pete. It, yeah. Really. No, no. I'm bigger than Paddy Bevan. You're bigger than Paddy Bevan. He must be tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who else I'm bigger than. Right. Yeah. Sepp Kuss. No, you're not. Well, in terms of Twitter followers. Oh. I made a discovery last night that kind of blew my mind, and I don't know how. You know how Twitter recommends people to follow? Yes. So uh, rec- Twitter recommended that I follow Sepkus because he's leading the welter, and I understand why that algorithm has reached that conclusion. Mm. And I thought, I need to follow Sepkus. Yeah, you do. Yeah? And so I thought, I clicked on follow, and I realised that he's been following me. So you messaged me immediately. It yeah, was quite... I you thought you'd be jealous. Yeah, and so I was like, well, okay, cool. <laughs> so I went onto Twitter to check, and uh, it doesn't say he follows me. So that's I was that, gutted yeah. by that. It's weird that he follows me and not you. I must be following him for a long time as well. And he's <laughs> zero interest. Oh, by the way, I heard from uh, Brother Cadell. Had a little exchange of messages with him. Yeah. How is Brother Cadell? Uh, he's doing fine. He wanted to know how we were all doing. Sends lots of love. Um, wanted to know, yeah. And he goes, what's the Tour of Britain like? And I said, it's shorter than the Tour de France and not as hard. 
And I thought that summed it up. That's about bang on. It's about bang on. Um, and then I sent a message to Ellen. Ah, uh, Sister Ellen. Sister Ellen, who is still awaiting the birth of her. It must of be her, soon now, no? I, I, she said she's no, 37.5 weeks pregnant now. So and then I completely and forgot. Weeks, I've completely forgot what full term is. Is it 40 30, weeks? Is it 40 weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's still got a little while to go then. Yeah. Yeah, I bet she's still smashing still on the biking. bike. I follow her yeah. on Strava because she made me open up my Strava account so she could follow me. So I follow her. And uh, she's still doing a lot of riding. It's very impressive. Yeah, it's hugely impressive. Yeah. It's hugely, oh, Even no, it's more than Matt Barbette. Yeah, Matt Barbette. Yes, indeed. Hero. Hero. After the Altrincham to Manchester stage in Deansgate, what did you do? I, well, we're about to hit traffic on the M54, by the way, so just going to concentrate seeing as I'm the one holding the wheel. Uh, I decided to ride from Manchester to Wrexham, taking in the visual delights of Warrington. Runcorn. Runcorn. I didn't ride, no, I didn't ride by Runcorn. The, the, the Cheshire Plain opened up in front of me as the sun was setting. It was beautiful and it was quiet. That was the bit I really enjoyed. It would have been nice to have a lead out, David, but um, you didn't bring a bike. And, and did it feel like you were riding home? It did a bit. Do you know what? It's something I really enjoy about a point to point ride mm. when you're going somewhere. Yeah. Because most of the time you're riding out and you're doing a loop or you know you're doing somewhere you know. Um, actually, I think that's Runcorn on the side of the car, which is not beautiful. Um, yeah, a little bit because apologies to everyone who lives in Runcorn. Yeah, it has its moments. Um, but you're right because sometimes a bike ride, you're kind of just it's kind of weird that you're just finishing back in the same place. Yeah, you've done all that work. Well, and that you just ended up where you started. That is exactly the same observation that was made to me 13 years ago by Roy Keane I, I went for a run with Roy Keane in Munich ahead of the Champions League final when we were working together for television and a few other people as well Adrian Giles came on the run wow. Andy Townsend Tony, Gareth Southgate um, I think I think me and Southgate finished first and second actually on the run you are, you are quick oh, I used to be like 13 years ago Matt yeah. 13 years ago as well But um, so I was in quite good shape back then but um, Roy to our great horror decided the night before we were all out for dinner and I said to Gareth because Gareth and I used to I'm just really name dropping it but we used to go running quite a lot together and I said I'm going for a run tomorrow morning Gareth are you coming he goes yeah 8.30 in the lobby and then to our absolute horror Roy said I'll come and we went mm, are you really he goes yeah and we thought he won't he won't actually show up and of course he, why was that bad because Roy Keane okay. why are you going running with Roy Keane yeah. And then, and then um, at 8.30 on the dot, we looked up, we were in the lobby ready to go. We thought, we'll give him 30 seconds and then we'll just go. But on the dot, he just came down the stairs in some very tight-fitting nylon shorts, looking menacing with a closely shaved scalp. And um, this is before he grew a beard and became all like sage-like and everything. He still looked absolutely fit as a butcher's. And um, turns out he's rubbish at running and doesn't enjoy it. No. So we dropped him within the first kilometre. And eventually, we found out he just turned around and walked back. And we were, we'd been running along a canal. And then later on that day, uh, I was we were at the Olympic Stadium in Munich, way ahead of not the Olympic Stadium, the Allianz Arena, way ahead of kickoff, like unnecessarily early. And I was just kicking around, trying to keep Roy Keane and Gianfranco Zola happy, right? So I took them for a cup of tea, uh, and to my astonishment, I realised they'd never met one another. And so I'd like, I go, Roy, this is Jeff Fragazola, Jeff Fragazola, this is Roy, and kind of like that. And uh, the conversation was a little bit stilted. And then Roy piped up, he said, he started talking about the run in the morning, and he, he said, like Matt Barbette just said, he said, 
I always like point-to-point run. I don't like doing a loop. I like something to... I like a target. I like something to aim at, he said, yeah? And Gianfranco Zola put down his coffee, looked at him and went, what, like an ankle? (laughs) (laughs) And Roy put down his coffee and was genuinely offended and went, do you know what? I could play a bit, you know. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Matt Bobbett and Roy Keane. Okay. It's funny you bring up Roy Keane because he was headbutted only last night at the Arsenal United game. Was what? he? Yeah. Some someone to get upon themselves a headbutt Roy Keane. I mean, they are in a world of trouble after that. Yeah. yeah. Apparently the police are investigating. Keane. Don't headbutt Roy Keane. No, not at all. That's, yeah. uh, that's some bad juju. It's uh, a brave, brave move that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 almost as brave as he was the Ipswich Town manager. It's the last Roy Keane story. Ips, he was the Ipswich Town manager for a good few years actually. But eventually got the sack, like they all do eventually get sacked. But he'd really like taken the Ipswich job seriously in the sense that he'd relocated his family completely from Cheshire, bought a house in Ipswich and put the kids in the school, local schools and all this sort of thing. And then after two or three years gets the sack. And the day it's announced that he's got the sack, his neighbour from over the road, who he's never said hello to, right, in this housing estate, comes up, knocks on his door and goes, Roy, sorry, sorry to hear about the job. Is this house for sale? <laughs> Imagine saying that to Roy Keane. The funny thing about him as well is, I don't know if you found this, Ned, but he is a lot smaller than you realise, a bit like Paddy Bevan. A bit like Paddy Bevan. You think like a bit, you know, Roy Keane, giant of a man, imposing beard, aggressive, and he's about 5'7", I think, 5'8", something like that. Yeah, he's about my height, about Pete Kenyuk's height, about my height. not massively intimidating in No, I'm not an intimidatingly tall man. You're not, no. No, And nor's Roy Keane. But he's intimidating in other ways, that's true. Um, oh, there we go. What's the name of that lumpy, rocky thing there, Matt? Crag. Oh. That, that one there. Oh, God. Just near what? Chester Services. I must have driven past it a hundred times in my life and never known the name of it. It. I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember. Someone Be- uh, Beeston. I think it's Be- is it? I think it's Beeston. Beeston Castle was spectacular today. Yeah, I think 13th century castle. crop might be Beeston, uh, but I could be wrong. We're slightly getting out of my comfort zone here. We're getting away from... Chester and North Wales, which I know, and we're heading towards. Yeah. We're on the M56 towards back towards Manchester, guys. I'm afraid. Yeah. And you, you're just Matt. So our listeners will be quite interested in this because you, you've kind of disappeared from the telly. You used to be like, as Matt Stevens and I were joking, we used to be the weatherman. <laughs> it's not true. You used to present the news on Channel Five, didn't you? And you I used did. to work morning TV and ITV. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah. Yeah, but look, you know, Ned, nothing lasts forever. You got into this game in football, didn't you? And yeah. Um, Football's still going on. I'm football not. is still going on. Yeah. News is still happening, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of ran its course. I, I enjoyed it for 20 years, and I still love doing the cycling coverage, which is pretty much all I do. So on this TV. is it? You just dip into telly, telly yeah, worlds just like, for eight days in the summer? Just so I can drive you two around and uh, answer questions. That's why, that's why I do it. Yeah. Um, no, just as you follow cycling like, throughout the year, you kind of like it. Can you I, I dip in and out. I mean, I, I follow the Grand Tours. I love the... Three days, four days of Dunkirk. Not massively keen on that. I love the week when you've got Paris Bay and Flanders, always. Because it sort of starts for me. That's the, that's the start of racing. I'm not, I'm not overly excited by the races pre that week. Uh, Milan San Remo maybe. Yeah. But I, th- I think Milan San Remo is interesting for the last sort of thirty k. Yeah. I think up to then, and I've ridden the Poggio, which is you know, it's like Box Hill basically. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind it, but I love those two races. Of course, I love the tour. 
Uh, I miss the tour of California. I used to love watching the tour of California. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I used to love No one it. likes the tour of California. I love the tour of California. Oh, because it was on at 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, but they always, it was, there was always a bit of razzmatazz around it. I think that think? they attracted some good riders, and Sagan always did well at the tour of California. I've never heard Te- anyone say that before. Teo Gigenhart turned up and did it. He, he rode well at the tour of California in one of the latter years. I don't know why. I, I kind of miss it. I don't miss the tour of Turkey or any of those kind of races. I quite like the tour of Turkey. Tour and under, I don't mind. Antalya's fantastic. Antalya, yeah. Tour of Antalya. Yeah. I think the, the Giro has been the best this year. That's the one I've enjoyed the most. Um, always rooting for G. Um, yeah, so it, it's a shame he was pipped at the pipped to the post. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the tour was. I thought it was all right. Tour's tour. The tour's the tour, but I can't get excited about Vinegar. No, yeah. fair know, that, that, and that, that's the bit that I. I it's funny actually watching the world, right, with Van der Poel. I, I just adore the way he races. He just races. Me too. You know, he's not looking around. He's just like I adore I, Van der Poel. I adore him. As well. I, I wish I was him. Yeah. You know. Would you rather be Matthew Van der Poel or White Van Aert? Oh, Van der Poel. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be White Van Aert. Would you? Oh, easy. Why? I, I'd prefer White Van Aert. Van der Poel is a matinee idol on a bike. Right, and it just—he looks like a boxer on a bike. He looks amazing on it. It's just—I think it's just amazing. And he's, a, he's a lovely. The other thing is, Van Art never speaks to us after the race, right? Whereas Van der Poel is always very generous with his time and interviews, and so that—that that always counts a lot in my book. But I love the way he races. Like, like the same reason I love Alaphilippe. Love the way he raced. Love the way he just like engages with fans and journalists and that kind of thing. So genuine personality and character. Um, huh. So yeah, in a in a word, yes, I keep an eye on things, but no, I'm not I'm not immersed in it like you two are. And sometimes I think that's that's kind of kind of a useful thing because you're not in the bubble, you're sort of dipping in and trying to see it from the point of view of being a fan and as someone who is a weekend warrior and loves riding their bike. And that's what I look out for in the riders, as opposed to you know other things. Well, you're more than a weekend warrior because you're going to be a weekday warrior tomorrow aren't you you're doing another epic bike ride after work well I was 50-50 about it but given that you're stuck in the back with my rear mech point, yeah, point, stabbing me in the, the side of your head yeah. means I'm going to have to ride from Beverly yep. where the stage finishes tomorrow to we, we, the, the next stage stage is in Newark but we're actually staying in Lincoln I've noticed which in my eyes is useful because it's a slightly shorter ride between the two yeah. It sounds ridiculous. I'm getting slightly excited about cycling over the Humber Bridge. <laughs> can you do that? Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Right. I've cycled at the Seven Bridge. It's also quite epic to ride over as well. As oh, a yeah, I lane. did that recently, yeah. There's yeah. something about, yeah. like, like we were saying I did before. it on a Brompton. It was quite scary. Of course you did. Yeah. There's something about, like, traversing a, a boundary, a river or a, a body border. Of water. A body of water on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I, just, I just I like ticking these places off. It's, it's, but look, the whole thing is seeing somewhere from a bike is there's nothing better, is there? It's not like. Do you remember that time, David, at the 2018 tour where we, we got a boat. ferry? We yeah. took a ferry to work with our We Bromptons. didn't expect it either. Yeah. It was turned up. Came down to the edge. Oh, well, the coast. Oh, look, there's a boat. We get our Bromptons on. That was yeah. brilliant. What yeah. a thrill. Was, yeah. It's a it thrill. was thrilling. It was thrilling. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, we'll uh, we'll pot again, David. Next time we have a start, a start, a start yeah. and finish in the same town, which is Felixstowe, right? Matt? O- Olaf Coy won, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ennis Grenadiers didn't ride. They didn't ride. No. And uh, Danny Van Poppel and Sam Bennett have got to have a discussion this evening. Yeah. Mm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.